I'm Mikey, the East End for Evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Baby Blue Jay by Kane Mac. So this story comes to us as a request by Kane Mac. Um, they wanted us to uh, take a look at their newest story. What were the other ones they did? They also are behind the story A Game of Tag, which had like the um the the girl like in the hoodie, Rose, popping up in, in camera feeds and stuff like that. And then Ah uh, yes. Yeah. Um they also gave us a gave me a warning. It's like do not eat what do you go to uh, when you go to read this story. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was warranted, I feel. But mm-hmm. uh let's uh Let's uh, let's let's start off with the uh, initial recommendations and such before we go dive into the story. So for Blue, uh, Baby Blue Jay, I will recommend the story. I will partially recommend the story. Partially? Yeah. Okay. It sounded to me it sounded like you said I will personally recommend the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I will partially as well. Okay. So let's. Let's dive into this one. Uh, you can check it out uh, on Reddit, Creepypasta. Um, I don't think you can check it out on Creepypasta Wiki as of yet. Let me look that up. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, so you can check this out on the on Reddit r slash Creepypasta under Baby Blue Jay. But I will dive into my rundown. So Mandu, a house cat, though it's never directly said as such wakes up at sunset to a mob of blue jays outside the window of their house, as well as a massive one-winged monstrosity of a bird, created from an amalgam of blue jays seemingly stitched together. Uh, he freaks out and attempts to flee through the house while recalling something he did earlier that may have stirred this strange event on. Uh, that morning, he remembers, uh, Mandu snatched up and killed a baby blue jay from a nest and due to how difficult it was to prepare only ate part of it and left the rest to rot um that must uh to to mandu that must have been why the large apparition and the mob of birds were after him so he went to finish the baby bird as a way of appeasing the others only to find the corpse missing where he left it sniffing it out and feebly avoiding danger, Mandu finds that it was put in the trash can by the side of the house. Strangely, as Mandu harrowingly pushes the trash can over to get at the contents within, the birds all encircle him and stare, but no longer attack. They seem eager for Mandu to finish his meal. The bird corpse is indeed among the trash, but decaying with maggots, Despite this, Mandu disgustingly goes through with devouring the corpse, though his body rebels against him every step of the way. After it is done, wounded from earlier bird attacks and feeling sick from the meal, Mandu realizes that the birds around him and the apparition 
have gone and proceeds to sleep off his disgusting meal. Finn. So, uh, I suppose now we shall move on to... Everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions at this point. Um, I got two. So, I'm going to start with this one here. Uh, the fuzzy downs were even more revolting, like million tiny hairs inside his mouth. So I think it should be like a million tiny hairs inside of his mouth. Or millions. Yeah, like millions of millions of tiny hairs inside of his mm-hmm. mouth. So it needs like an A in front of the million and then like an of um, inside of his mouth. Like that kind of thing. Or millions of tiny hairs inside of his mouth. So, uh, and then my next one: the light trace odor. Oh, yeah, the light trace odor. Let no. The light trace odor lead him to the side of the house, and to this it needs to be uh, the light trace odor led him to the side of the house. Just needs to get rid of that a and lead to make it led. Despite the fact that L E A D also means lead, or also can be pronounced lead when it's referring to a metal. Don't get me started. I I know. (laughs) It's not the story's fault, it's the language. (laughs) But I digress. Um, I am done my grammar inquisition. Mikey, the E stands for evil. Alright. I have one, and then I also have a conjunction junction. All right. Uh, so the one that I have is all he saw was blinking shadows casted on the ground. Um, cast is all you need. You don't need casted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. And then uh, next up, conjecture, conjecture, toot toot. Yep. <laughs> okay. It felt like it would never end. It sounded like a bird song, only slower, deeper, and more guttural. It didn't take him long to realize there was something wrong with it, apart from being a 16-foot-tall blue monstrosity. It wasn't just one giant blue jay. It was a mass of blue jays stitched together like dozens of flies stuck to a glue trap that was hanging on the front porch. It took Mandu a while before he let out all of the tension. But why him? It was a misty summer morning, minutes after sunrise. It was difficult... uh, It was a difficult climb for him, as the nest was about 15 feet off the ground, but he made it. It let out a loud squeak just as Mandu grabbed it and used his legs to break its spine. It weighed him down, like gravity drawing down a hatchling that had fallen out of its nest. It raised its single wing, large and wraith-like, making it look even bigger than it already was. 
It was comforting. It was in even worse shape than before. It was too big to swallow. It was then that the clicking became intense. It hurt. Finn. So when you get to the part, like, it's like, but why, like, why could it, why was it happening to him? Or like, why were they after him? And then like, it cuts immediately to him, like going up the tree and like snatching up the bird. And it's just like, it's like, but why is this happening to me? And it's like, uh, and then just like the next scene, it's just like, there's no transition. It's just the next scene. It's just like a grayed out version of the, of like that morning before. And it's just like previously, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> why is this happening to me? The show is hit. And then suddenly cuts to a couple like like cuts to a flashback him grabbing the bird and killing it <laughs> pretty much also the way that that went he like climbed up the tree grabbed it he climbed up the tree to get the bird's nest grabbed it and broke its spine as if this bird nest itself was alive and had a spine yes <laughs> yep <laughs> The real horror. Yeah, the true <laughs> horror. For a druid, maybe. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to go, it's like, it, it sounded like he, he grabbed the tree and broke its spine. <laughs> That'd be impressive. Yes. And for those unaware, Mikey does these strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in the story that start with words that they shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always better words to use. All right, and uh, on to Gamer. Yeah, I got one. Uh, He gasped the moment a gargantuan blue jay locked eyes with him. And then a few sentences go by, and he runs upstairs. And then it says, it wasn't just one giant blue jay. It was a mass of blue jays stitched together, like a dozen of flies, like dozens of flies stuck to a glue trap that was hanging on the front porch. So, once again we get a story where an important descriptor being told to us is told to us late. Cause like at first I thought it was a Clifford sized blue Jay. And then I thought it was leading up to say that. Yeah. What, why did I say that? But then I thought it was leading up. To say... Oh yeah. Okay. So um, at first I thought it was a, a giant Clifford sized blue Jay. And then I thought it was leading up to say that there were multiple blue Jays. Because he was saying that before he ran upstairs, he said there was something. I forget what it was. I didn't copy and paste it. Made it seem like there was multiple of something. So I thought there was going to be multiple giant blue jays. But then it was just one made of tons of blue jays. Yeah. So it's kind of like the image I had in my head was constantly shifting. And we all know how much you hate that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm like... You do you. <laughs> I, I did not share that that like thing. I like I I I got it. <laughs> but fair. But here's the thing. I know. It started with saying a gargantuan blue jay locked eyes with him. But wait, so it wasn't that a giant immediately blue jay. made me think yeah. it was just a giant normal blue jay with the giant eye. And then it goes upstairs and says it's actually made of a whole bunch of blue jays stuck together. That so are forming a giant it, blue jay. So, <laughs> yeah, <I know>. so <laughs> when it said, that made me think when it locked eyes to him, it locked many eyes to him, as in 
all the eyes along the body of the Blue Jay all looked at him. So it wasn't a giant eye looking in the window. It was like 40 little normal bird eyes looking at him. Sure. But a few sentences after that even said the head made from a ball of wriggling live birds held a black bill and a pair of giant beady eyes with an eerie glow around them. So then at that point, I'm like, okay, so there actually is a giant eye. It's just like made the way of I thought birds. it was originally. <laughs> yeah. Basically, there was three versions of this monster. Yeah. Because I saw it as a giant bird, a whole bunch of little birds with like Shagothian amount of eyes, and then the combination of the two at the end. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And, and that's the third one is the, is the correct way of, of the, or at least as far as I'm aware, like that's how you're supposed to take it is that it's a, they all form, like, so they all mass together to form the shape of a giant bird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Also, like, how does that work? Um, <laughs> like, I know by yeah. the end, it's all like a vision or whatever. It's spirits attacking him or whatever. But not knowing that at the time, I'm like, how? Because if it's made of a bunch of tiny birds, how does it have a massive beak that's just a singular unit and mm-hmm. eyes that are just singular units? That I mean, stitched together or something. L- like you just said it does get revealed at the end as to like what the, what the nature of it is. So you just kind of have to follow along and wait for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But just, I, I, yeah. A lot of questions came up during that entire like reveal of the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also like how like there's, there's this giant bird and, the, and, like, and then there's suddenly a mob of other birds, like smaller birds that they specifically say like that are separate from the mass, the, the, the giant bird. Hmm. There's a lot of birds in this game, in the story. Mm. Yes, but that's all I got for grammar stuff. Okay, because personally, I would lead with the the final description because that's what it actually is. Fair. Uh, all right, and on to actual thoughts. So before we get too far ahead into like actual thoughts and like our actual like notes and stuff on the story itself, I gotta I gotta. I gotta, I gotta uh, commend reality <laughs> a little bit for like giving a for for having the story be requested to us in the same rough like time zone like time like period as a as a as a video game is coming out called Stray. <laughs> yeah, that was my first note too. I don't know how this keeps happening. It, it, right? <laughs> like it's it, like it started it's with you. Like it was, someone it, it, says something, yeah. and then I happen to be watching a South Park episode about the exact same thing or something like that. You know? Wait, hang on, gamer. Are you the main player of of reality? <laughs> like everything you know of. Like are everything. Like you know how like there's that theory that like the universe is a, is a hologram or we're all in a simulation kind of thing. Are you the main character? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Obviously, it, the world revolves around me. Obviously, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally the day that i sat down to read this i just finished watching a stream of some gameplay of the stray game yeah and then i i put that aside and then <laughs> read this st- up <laughs> read the story is like the story today oh okay weird oh, yeah uh and i i do have some i do have a kind of a gameable uh like seed idea kind of thing uh, at the end of my actual thoughts for this revolving around tabletops and playing a cat. Um, but I'll, I'll dive into that a little bit far, further into my notes. Um, but yeah, it's just like, wow. <laughs> like, that's like, 
that that game's taking the world by storm because it has a meow button. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, but like, yeah, I, I can't believe like, like what what are the odds that this keeps happening? It's fate. Yes. Or pre-programmed uh, instance. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I, I digress. I'll move on to my first actual thought here, aside from that comment. Um, warning! Lots of animals have a, having a bad time. Also, a really unpleasant mukbang. So, uh, then we cut to, like, the actual, like, gross part of the story, which is, like, the, the I think it's, like, two or three paragraphs of Mandu eating, like, going into detail of Mandu crunching up and eating the flesh of this corpse bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I gotta say is, well, that was gross, though not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, like based on the warning. Though I'm I'm glad that there was a warning. <laughs> um, yeah, like that would have been a, like I mean, uh, but also at the same time, actually, the warning kind of over like overhyped the story. I was expecting it to be far worse for Mandu. Because um, there's a warning. Because yeah. there's a warning saying like lots of animals are gonna have a bad time. I was thinking this is gonna go watership down levels of terrible, or like plague dogs t- uh, levels of like of depressing. <laughs> but, yeah, both of the multiple animals having a bad time and the grossness, yeah. weren't as bad as I thought. Because yeah. it was really just Mandu getting pecked a couple of times because all the other birds were just in his head. Yeah, and then, um, and then the eating of the of the the bird. I mean, it's gross, but I mean. I I was able to I maybe maybe it's just because I was able to like not separate myself from like the grossness but like no this is a cat eating a bird it's like watching National Geographic <laughs> exactly that's exactly <laughs> what I felt too. okay if it was a human doing this yeah with the exact same quotation of all the eating stuff it would be so much grosser yeah um but yeah like still regardless like I I don't feel the the warning is unnecessary also thank you Kane Mac for getting me to to google mukbang <laughs> uh and if i have to find out what it is the whole world uh, that uh, listens to our podcast has to uh so mukbang is uh, a korean term um also known as eating sh- as an eating show and it's basically um online videos and streams of people gorge usually gorging on food um, but like generally, just eating food while interacting with a with with viewers on a stream. Um, so it's epic meal time, but just on a stream. It's it's epic meal time. It's like okay. I, I the way I kind of interpret it, and I could be widely off, but the way I'm kind of interpreting it, it's it's like epic me- the end of epic meal time, like when they're actually like eating the food and stuff of that meets only fans. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Like that kind of like we, like it, it, and like not to kink shame or anything like that. But it's like I think it's like under it's kind of fetishy in terms of like yeah. how it like why and why it's so popular and stuff is because there's got there's got to be some kind of a fetish to it. I don't know. <laughs> there's a fetish for everything. Let's be real. That's that's true. Uh, but yes, thank you, Kane Mac, for making me <laughs> look up what uh, look up what the term mukbang actually was because I think I had known I had heard the term before, but I never actually looked it up. <laughs> but. So- the vibe of it is kind of like that one South Park episode when Randy Marsh becomes a celebrity chef because he's like watching um, like food channel stuff and like the lady that's cooking like a steak and putting like um, seasoning on it or something. He's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. As he's just like <sighs> watching it, he's treating it. It's like, 
like a porn like watching porn but he's not he's just watching the food channel if she was like eating the steak in front of him and he was doing that yeah that would be more what a mukbang is yeah and and honestly it does fit this story because like um by description like it's uh like somebody eating food while interacting with a with it with audio with an audience and this cat is eating this 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 uh this dead uh bird while being observed by (laughs) hundreds of other birds Oh, true. Yeah, it does have an audience, right? Yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. so like he is being observed. Like he is being, uh, he's interacting with and observe being observed by a an audience there. Hmm. So yeah, it, it it does match the description. It's just like, goddamn, the uh, you learn something new every day on the internet, and it's mm-hmm. for good or bad. <laughs> um, but I digress. I'll move on to the next thing. Um, Mandu raised from the bed, yawned. Did some stretching, then proceeded to the window. So, I don't know about you guys, and I don't know why this is the sentence that got me. But this was the sentence I realized Mandu was a pet. Are you freaking kidding me? I don't know why. Like, I I, I was, like, reading it, and I was just like... I, I wasn't sure if it was a dog or a cat at first. I, like, And then we find out through context clues it's a cat. But I just had this feeling at this sentence, is like... This is not a human. <laughs> And I had not read anything past. I like full disclosure. I didn't read anything about the story past like like into, until the, the the beginning. So, um, and then I I uh, to kind of like uh, and the fact that um uh to kind of continue on with this, I like that it is never addressed that Mandu is a cat, but we get like context clues in the story. Clearly um, is. The, yeah, yeah, like through well through like things that like the reader can is can easily deduce. But like I like how we never it's never says like Mandu was a cat. Like or it doesn't just blatantly say it. Like it's it's very it's, I liked the subtleness of it where it was like and, and like maybe subtleness is a bad word, but like I liked how like the, the indirectness. Like it's just like because like why would the why would Mandu refer to himself as a cat? He is Mandu. Like that's a very cat thing to do. <laughs> This isn't first person though. It's someone talking about Mandu did this, Mandu do that. Yeah, but I like how the I still like how the narrator doesn't address Mandu as a cat. Like it just kind of describes him, describes his catness. Hmm. Um, also, yeah. So, he's like, are you freaking kidding me? I heard that. I, I did hear. I did catch that earlier. So, so uh, what, 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 uh, what was that in in uh, in response to? <laughs> what you were like? Are you freaking kidding me? Figuring it out so early. So early, or yeah, like you, you got yeah. it after the first tiny paragraph. I, I know. I, I don't know why. I, like, like literally, this is my first. Like, this is actually like my legitimately my first uh, note. Like the 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 trigger warning thing was actually something I put up after uh, my notes and stuff like that. But this was the first note I ever took, and like right as soon as I read that sentence, like I think Mandu's a cat or a dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, and I I don't know why that clicked into my head, but like I caught it right there. <laughs> I think it's because like maybe it's like. Um, because my dogs uh, always do this, like when when they're sleeping on my bed, uh, when they get up, they yawn and then they stretch, like they like like their front paw, their front uh, they, they stretch their front first and then their back area, and then they get off the bed and stuff. So, but humans also I, wake up and sometimes stretch and get out of bed. I, you know? I know, I know, man. But like, it for some reason it just clicked to me that this isn't Look, this wasn't I, person. I'm not <laughs> calling you out on it and saying yeah. you're lying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just surprised. Yeah. And I mean, it, it was further like cemented when like he scurried under the bed and stuff. Because again, like my dogs do the same thing when like they're scared. 
kids scurry under the bed when they're scared. Yeah, I know, I know. But like <laughs> my dogs, like again, I think it's because like uh, it's it's sort of like a lived in context thing because like I I live with two dogs <laughs> that are and one of them is rather cattish <laughs> in her in her uh, nature. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But um, it clicked in for me when <laughs> it was among the squeaks and chirps. He snatched one of the birds, started to climb down. Holding the terrifying in his mouth. Wait, so you caught it like even be even after you caught it after he was climbing up the uh the fifteen foot tree? Yeah, because you can get a freaking ladder. Okay, or, yeah, no, humans fair. can climb trees, but as soon as he's yeah, climbing right. down, holding it in his mouth, I'm like, why don't you use your hand? Eh, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so Mikey, I gotta ask you now. What when was when did you realize that Mandu was not a person? Mandu was not a man. <laughs> Am I the dumbest one here? Uh, well, mine was uh, when he dashed under the bed. Damn it! God damn it! And and then at one point he pushes himself against the wall while he's still under the bed. Yep, that is a very cat or dog thing to do when they're afraid. Or human being thing to do no. when you're terrified. <laughs> my my one dog, uh, when like fireworks or thunder goes up, she we, we check under the beds, and she's usually just like, literally like as like she is a practice. She is one with the wall. <laughs> I agree with you, but I'm just yeah. saying that is not a dog specific thing. A little but, child yeah. also hiding under the bed would get as far away as possible. That's all but, I'm saying. Yeah, you're right as, as well. Like you're you're not wrong in that regard, but mm. yeah. Um. So okay, so we all so so it was there's a progression of of all of it. Like if if this was like a uh, like a race, it's like uh, cultists would win, <laughs> cultists would get the gold. <laughs> yeah. Then then Mikey, and then gamer gets the bronze. But at least it's gold, or at least it's a yellow color or yellow yeah, brown. Somewhat yellow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it over silver. Mm-hmm. Um, also regarding the story, like aside from the context, like, uh, again, like the, the indirectness of like Mandu is a cat. Um, I also like the story as it goes on, um, because I couldn't help but get homeward bound Milo and Otis, but horror vibes. Um, just the way the narrator was talking about like Mandu's like thoughts and like, and actions and stuff like that throughout the story, it, it felt maybe not so much Homer bound because when Homer bound, like the dogs are, and, and cat are talking, but in Milo and Otis, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's a, it's a narrator narrating for the dog and the cat. Mm-hmm. So I got kind of like Milo and Otis, but horror <laughs> vibes from it. So, um, a little bit, uh, and then we have this quote here. Um, which is, is separate from my, my like, like I'm done with that comment there. So on to the, the next thing here. Um, a blue jay flew in front of his face, followed by another that jabbed him in the cheek with an angry jeer. Another attacked him just below the eyeball, and soon Mandu's vision was filled with birds. So as I'm reading the story, this came up to my mind. Alternative title for this story, Angry Birds. Eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> oh god, I hate you. <laughs> um also I, I again, I I'm just going to be kind of giving the story some praise. I like the idea of a revenge plot on a pet scale. <laughs> like these bird parents rallied all of the blue jays in the area to go after this cat that took their <laughs> took and killed their baby. It's a it's like a reverse John Wick. 
Or wow. maybe just part John Wick, since like they do put a hit on him, and every assassin in the city goes after Wick. Yep. <laughs> so it's just like the either either it's the reverse John Wick, or or the cat is just John Wick. The cat is John Whiskers, actually. Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, that yes, absolutely. That is my next D and D character. Whenever I make a cat, <laughs> we'll, we'll hang on. We'll get to the tabletop stuff in a second. Okay, we're getting there. My my next quote and comment I need to uh, I want to bring up here is this one. Um, the beast let out an array of disturbing sounds, a song of anger and revenge, reverberating against the walls of the house, the surrounding forest, and everything else. The mere sight made Mandu's hair stand up. Even the moonlight, leaking through the gaping holes between birds, couldn't compete against the dark glow of the blue jay's eyes. It raised its single wing, large and wraith-like, making it look even bigger than it already was. Damn. I I know I said that like I was getting like Homer bound and like Milo and Otis vibes earlier, like with the imagery and stuff. But this this imagery specifically is straight up Dom Bluth. Like something out of All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs> or like one of his one of his earlier like cartoons where like he was dealing with like animals and stuff of like that like animal characters mm. and like having to fight like off like some kind of like apparition or like they get some kind of like demonic vi- vision or something yeah, it is very easy to visualize because of movies like that yeah and again i just i kind of love it <laughs> like i kind of love the, the the descriptions of this story it's very um I know you had a little bit of a problem with like the the like trying like getting to the descri- the actual like description of the of the big bird, but like I feel like this story does describe the the uh, apparitions really well. Yeah. Um, also, just want to point out hmm. that uh, quote that you just did there. It yeah. said hair and not fur. Yeah, but hair and fur kind of go like hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say so. Fine. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Yeah. You okay. that. You're entitled to be wrong. No. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to the next thing here. Uh, feeling his insides constrict in protest, Mandu laid his head on an empty pack of cigarettes, hired and satisfied. So remember what I said earlier is like the, the, like the trigger. Like I was expecting this to be a lot worse and stuff of like that. And then, so this is the the final sentence of the story, and I was like, "That was an interesting little journey." Like after I'd finished reading the story, that was my 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 first thought, sort of thing. My first thought, best thought, kind of thing was like, "That was an interesting little journey we just went through." I'll I'll admit, it was expected. I was I was expecting this to be a a lot more darker, like I said earlier, but it almost has like an animistic happy ending. Like the cat animistic. did a bad. Uh, animistic like basically it's like a an, it's the it's like a it's an ideology that like all things like animals people places that kind of stuff they all have a spirit they have a soul mm-hmm. so it's like kind of has like an animistic happy ending in that regard like the cat did a bad not so much the killing of the blue jay baby but leaving the bod- body mutilated uh and like unfinished basically like le- leaving his work unfinished and so the the bird's spirit or like it's 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 uh it's relatives and stuff that kind of rebelled against him and for his hubris mandu was forced to finish the job and give closure to the other birds or to the soul of the bird um, yeah, because that he had killed. killing the bird is just nature yeah 
But leaving the bird three quarters dead and not eating it, that's just being a dick. Yeah, leaving it to rot and like not yeah, not become part of like not not be part of the full circle of life kind of thing. Like hmm. yeah. Um so yeah, it was it was an interesting it was interesting to see this kind of story of like horror story plot, which is like a character kills someone and dumps the body somewhere, only to be tormented by the ghost of that person until they do the right thing and resolve the issue, either like burying the body properly or turning themselves in like that kind of stuff. Um, and then have that trope from the perspective of a house cat. <laughs> like I yeah, think, I think not, given, for sure. yeah. Um, I, th- I think given the nature and attitude of cats toward and, and specifically towards their prey, this was a pretty valid combination. <laughs> like, I don't know if you could do this pro- like fully with a dog, but like you could easily do this with a cat. Because like cats have a lot more of that like kind of uh, superiority complex and predatory uh, complex compared to a dog. Yeah, they're they're straight up predators. Yeah. Um, they have, and like, then a plasma blaster on their shoulder, and they make clicking noises. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and then they string up their uh, they they string up these skinned um, corpses of their of their prey uh, on trees for the others to find, and then I'm I'm just basically describing mouse guard, but predator. <laughs> Uh, and that's actually a good a good segue into my tabletop idea stuff for the story. <laughs> so yeah, first off, mouse guard, but predator. <laughs> so um, the mouse guard, w- mouse guard is a uh, was a I think it was a web comic or a comic series that was given its own like uh, RPG, like tabletop RPG, and you play as mice, <laughs> um, and like all the animal, like all the larger like predatory animals are like dr- considered like they the the mice perceive them as like dragons and stuff like that and like things to be. Things to be vanquished or to be uh, per- uh, defended against. Oh, and they all have like weapons and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, they have, yeah, they're like, they've got like little little cloaks on and like some armor, and then they've got like a sword and shield kind of thing. Like, they're it's very like medieval, medieval, uh, in terms yeah. of their their aspect. But like again, like it falls into that whole like Don Bluth, like the secret of Nim. Um, uh, I, again, I'm I'm blanking on care on on tight other titles. <laughs> But like that kind one. of thing where like animal animal characters going on an adventure on that scale but it's like consider it, but they're tr- but the story is being treated as an epic mm-hmm. like uh that that kind of thing would definitely work for this i feel um but also i have a game in one of in my in my my collection called call of cthulhu where you play as household cats investigating the mythos and supernatural things because the the two legs won't uh the two legs are uh, are too dumb to figure it out <laughs> nice the two legs are what they call humans <laughs> i figured as much uh and yeah you play as like you you can make you can uh, basically play as a a regular pet house cat or a stray um and yeah you go and fi- you go and solve like supernatural uh, problems and and mythos horror problems in and around your your little like your your territory your neighborhood <laughs> Um, like it's like the secret world of cats and uh, kind of thing, um, and there honestly, like when I was like looking at like after I was like like after I, like that was the first thing that came to mind, Call of Cthulhu. But like thinking on it, like again, we had that that video game Stray that just came out, um, and that reminded me like there's a couple of like cyberpunk things that actually like cyberpunk RPGs that have come out recently that have you playing as a cat, like just a household cat that's maybe been augmented slightly, but it's still just a fucking cat. Yeah, <laughs> like um, the first one that comes to mind. There's an expansion for a t- uh, Power by the Apocalypse RPG called S- the Sprawl, 
Uh, and the expansion get, lets you play as a cyber cat. So it's like a cyberized, like, smart cat. Nice. Um, that can go do heists and stuff. <laughs> For fixers, like 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 a like a runner uh, like a runner job and stuff, and then um, recently um, a de- a game developer I follow, uh, Razor uh, or Razor, they um, they've come out with a uh, an RPG called uh, Felis Chimeris, and it's basically uh, like a futuristic like transgenic cat. So like cats that are like have been like uh, uplifted to be smarter than your average cat. Um and like they're, they're furries, living... they're straight up still cats. Yeah, they're still just they're, yeah, they're still just cats. Um hang on, let me pull it up. The uh yeah, uh Felis Chimeris. Um it's on Itchio. Uh it's a biopunk slice of life RPG where you play as a transgenic cat living in the cramped streets of a uh of a uh kind of a cyberpunk space station city. Nice. Um, and I could see again, like just I could see something of this kind of nature. Like I may, maybe you might have to tweak a little bit, to, uh, but you could I could see that kind of RPG being used to, to play as a cat. And I, I like how like there's a couple of RPGs. I'm sure there's other ones out there, but I love how there's a bunch of RPGs that are like this, where they're just like, yeah, you're playing as a cat, bro. <laughs> I mean, you could be a Dreamlands cat in what? In in the Pathfinder. Um, uh, in in Sandy Peterson's Cthulhu Mythos uh, by Pathfinder, they give you the, the the rules and stats to play as a Dreamlands cat, which is just a cat, but it's is a cat that is smarter or that has like human levels intelligence or more, and um and is a wizard. Yeah, and basically just a, a, a cat that is a wizard, um, but it's still just a cat. Like it's yeah. the same size, the same like. There's no they don't have opposable thumbs. Um, but they use like their mag- the Dreamlands magics and stuff like that to like do stuff that uh, that that a cat wouldn't normally be able to do. They can also be their own familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like cheating, like yeah. metagaming. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like I the story like while reading the story and like I, I was like it, it's me the cultist. I love to like kind of pull ideas from stories that we read for potential ideas for like tabletop RPG stuff. And like you really don't have to work go that f- that far <laughs> or work that hard uh for like doing a cat-based RPG where you're a cat that like maybe your maybe one of the local cats has gone missing because or like has like has that has been acting weird because they're being stalked by the dead birds that he's been like leaving unfinished and so mm-hmm. you as the other cats in the neighborhood are trying to help him out and like figure out what is happening it's like sort of a um again it's like a poltergeist situation or like a revenant situation where like the, uh, you're having to help your your cat buddy uh figure out how to um how to stop these these ghost creatures or these like these horrible like cre- things from like stalking him and hurting him and then you find out again that like his he it's it's all his fault because he hasn't been eating the cats, or or hasn't sorry hasn't been eating the uh, the the, uh, the all the bodies. So it's like the uh, it's kind of the poltergeist situation where like they they moved the tombstones, but they didn't move the bodies from the cemetery when they built the the uh, suburb over it, and that's why all the spirits were angry. Maybe spoilers for a, for a nineteen eighties movie <laughs> called Poltergeist. But I could reference another movie that people will totally understand more. It's like uh, Bad Ben. Yes. Really. <laughs> when he disturbs the grave, and that's why everything got shit. And that's why Bad Ben is after him. Yeah, clearly. Everyone knows Bad Ben. Yeah. I mean, it's a 
modern masterpiece, really. It really is. Uh, check out Bad Ben on Tubi for... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, and uh, with that, that is my actual thoughts. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Alright. Uh, so, my first actual thought here... Uh, when I, I first read the name Mandu, uh, I was like, my name is Mandu. Mandu Lori. Damn it. I, yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. So for the rest of the story, it was all in the Star Wars universe, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, so does that mean that the bird is, is Grogu? <laughs> well, it's Grosku. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Sorry. I'll I'll just shut up now. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. And then, uh, as we sort of mentioned before, is that it, this story has a way of annoyingly not giving you all the details at once, which means you have to constantly um, change your headcanon. Oh, so, so you were annoyed by that, just like I was. Yeah. But I was annoyed because I kept uh, having headcanon for the main character. Because first he was a man, mm-hmm. then he was a dog, and then he was a cat. <laughs> and then, for the hilariousness, because I'd already gone through the motions, I envisioned a cat wearing pants. Fair. I mean, we never <laughs> see a person <laughs> in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the cat is the man do of the house. Mm-hmm. And I think I went that way because I recently watched a short film called The, the Legend of Pippi. The Legend it's, of Pippi? Yeah, P-I-P-I. But a, okay, yeah. It's about a little cat that goes on a quest. Nice. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of... It, it is kind of accurate. Like if 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 Pippi didn't have like armor or clothes on, he's basically just Mandu. Google it because it's a cat wearing armor. Yeah. <laughs> so small. <laughs> so small. And he has like uh, rubber hose animation style limbs. Yep. <laughs> it is. It is awfully cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Anybody out there listening to us? Google image, The Legend of Pippi. It is adorbs. I even watched the short film because it's on YouTube. Awesome, yeah. Alright, anyway. Moving on. Uh, The next actual thought I have here, I have a quote. It didn't take him long to realize there was something wrong with it. Apart from being a 16-foot-tall blue monstrosity, it wasn't just one giant blue jay. It was a mass of blue jays stitched together, like dozens of flies stuck to a glue trap that was hanging on the front porch. To uh, which my response is, You want birdscape? Because this is how you get birdscape. <laughs> Why are we getting so many animalscapes lately? <laughs> because we don't have enough. Apparently. Also, I, I will. I, I am not. I am not uh, impervious to the uh, to to a reaction of. Uh, uh, it looked more like when you're you're describing it, when I was reading it. When you were describing it, there, uh, it's like 
uh, there was so- there was something qu- not quite right about it. Aside from it being a sixteen foot monstrosity, it's like no. <laughs> yeah. What was your first clue? <laughs> That's a little weird, but this is also weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I like it. Like I, I was like I'm fine with it. But like my yeah, first thought that pops in my head with like when I hear that is just like a snarky reply. It's like no, really. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then my uh, next actual thought here is that um, I wasn't as phased as I thought I might be by the story, but that's because I heard a real life story Uh-oh. Uh, just recently about a dog. That caught a rabbit, snapped its neck uh, before the owner could get it away from him. And then the owner basically skinned the rabbit, uh, gutted it, and then fed it to the dog. Yeah. Um, not, not to get a little too personal on this, but, uh, but this just reminded me of how I lost my first pet rabbit. <laughs> Uh, to the neighborhood, to the neighbor's uh, boxer. Oh, uh, oh kind of like, similar. Was, like red gloves just ran up and punched the shit out of your rabbit. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> boxer dog. Oh, so a dog with red gloves came up and punched the shit out of yes. your rabbit. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, we did not. We did not. Uh, we did not do what the owner did and like like feed the feed the uh, uh, feed uh, snowball to. Uh, to uh to the to the box to the neighbor's dog, but we did uh, have a funeral for Snowball, mm-hmm. and and then, then the neighbor's dog came over with flowers in its mouth and got to put it down on the tomb. On the really? Tomb yeah. This that was like I, I was okay. I was I was like I was like six or seven at the time when this happened. So wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. sorry, not, 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 to, not to steal, like, like, yeah, I, it's, as soon as you brought up, like, a, a dog, like, killing a rabbit, I just suddenly got flashbacks to my childhood. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to say, if you weren't going to chime in, I was going to say, like, the rabbit is, like, a spirit animal here. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, Alright. And my next actual thought is that I didn't really get the MO of the Blue Jays. Like, why did they want Mandu to eat the rest of the baby Blue Jay? To to finish, like, complete the circle of life. Like, to... Like, but yeah, animal carcasses decompose all the time without being eaten. Yes, but... The, the culprits yeah. are... Um, harassed by spirits until Constantly. they die. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think it was more of like kind of a, like a justice, like or like sort of a justice. Thing. It's like, oh, well, you had the you had the like you 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 went up to our nest, took one of our babies, and killed it for your food, and you didn't have the fucking gall to finish that meal. Fuck you, finish the goddamn meal. <laughs> Like it's that kind of like just it's sort of like they need like it was sort of like a giving closure in a way to the birds. It is it is sort of anthropomorphizing the birds like mindset and stuff like that. But yeah, well, you know, yeah. But the birds would 
just attack the cat anyway because they <laughs> the the cat took one of their own. Um, like the, there's no need for the cat to finish the meal. <laughs> are you saying you wanted a sad ending? Um, maybe. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you're not even a person. I mean that he, he isn't. <laughs> he is. He is a a star demon. So yeah, but yeah. It, it could be more yeah. along the lines of because the um because the little baby was taken and partially eaten, but not completely consumed. Its soul isn't at rest. So yeah. the souls of its family members, maybe even its real family, like a live family, hence the pecking that actually hit him, um, wanted his soul to rest, so this is how you do it. Yeah. Also, it is interesting, that, Gamer, you keep bringing up the, like, the, the birds are spirits. Like, aside, like, because for me, aside from the, the, the apparition, like, of the giant bird, I assumed all the other birds that were in the area were all real birds. <laughs> like, all the, all the ones that weren't part of the mass that, that formed the giant bird. Um, I just assumed all those ones were like the baby, the the birds, like family, extended family, or like uh thing. <laughs> no, nah, I thought of it way more realistically, quote unquote. Like, okay, there's two or three actual birds. Those are the I don't have a note on this. That's why I'm chiming in now. There's yeah. two or three actual birds, and those are the ones that are actually hitting him when okay when he gets pecked and such. All the other ones are just spirits of other birds that are harassing Mandu because of what he's done. Yeah, like the and, the uh, the extended ancestral spirits of of the bird that Mandu killed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically on a really bad trip because realistically, yeah. if there were that many birds around, there would be like an army showing up or people outside being like, "What is happening?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what we're not seeing, uh, which is is very is a, is a lot because we're just getting this very like funnel vision, like tunnel vision, like scope of Mandu's like world. What we're not seeing a- around the neighborhood is like people are just like coming out and just seeing these like this massive flocks around like uh, the Johnsons' household, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um. And they're just like going, yeah. It's just like everybody, like yeah, like the 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 uh, fire department or like the police department's been called in. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that—that's what we're not seeing in the story. Is like because because we're all we're, it's all from the perspective of this one cat and his and his uh, journey for redemption. Mm-hmm. But out like just like not even like. 50 feet away, there are people gawking at this massive gaggle of birds. <laughs> or not. Or they're not, yeah. Or it's all just like, it's just, just like a handful of birds, and like, occasionally you're hearing like a a, a, like a cat like, uh, meowing like in, in, in distress as he's like tripping balls. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's on a bad trip. Yeah. Yeah. There's something funky about that, uh, Baby Blue Jay. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> what, we're, what we're missing is like, so between between le- dumping the body on the floor for his masters to, uh, or for his humans to um, to clean up and, and going to bed. Please. Hmm? His yes. employees. Yes. Um, and, and going to bed uh, and to wake up uh, at sunset. Um, he had some catnip <laughs> and it was laced with something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or it was some bad catnip. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so he's actually still in bed <laughs> this entire time. Yep. <laughs> saying it's like almost like a form of sleep paralysis then? I was about to say, it's like, I'm not saying it's sleep paralysis, <laughs> but it's toad sleep paralysis. Yeah. For a cat. <laughs> it's like when you see a dog, I don't know if cats, I, I, I don't have, I've never really owned a cat long enough to like know if they do this or not. Mm-hmm. But like, from a, from a dog perspective, I like it's like when a dog is like 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 woofing and like and like it's it's paws and, and like limbs are moving around while it's sleeping, like it's like having a dream that's like running down like running or something like that. Yeah, like that, that's what like the like the, the 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 employee of the cat is coming into the room because it's hearing like some like cat meowing and looks over and the cat's just still on the bed and just like moving around, but it's laying sideways with his legs moving like he's running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like pawing at the air, like just like yeah. sleep, like sleep pawing. <laughs> yep. All right. That's the end of my actual thoughts. All right. Uh, then on to Gamer. Yet again. Okay. Blue Jay seemed excited, and Mandu realized they were firing him up. And it, in italics, my favorite sort of thing <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it. Unitalics. The giant blue jay remains still, never blinking its eyes, burning, never blink. Oh, it's never blinking eyes burning through Mandu's soul. So I kind of wish it didn't spell it out with like, do it, do it. Because it makes yeah. it feel like all the birds are just like actual bullies, like picking on the poor cat. Do it, eat the poop. <laughs> do it, you, do it, you pussy, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, the cat deserves this, but yeah. I understand, but it made it funny. Yeah, it it does kind of like make it like I mean I I could see like where the writer where the writer's coming from for like it does kind of give it a little bit of like a like sort of a it's tr- like trying to like boost up the uh, the the uh the intensity but then on the on the on the other side of it it can be kind of funny it's like a bunch of like the birds are just a bunch of dude bros like do it do it do yeah. it all of, like leatherman <laughs> jackets on and shit Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also think. Yeah, I mean, there are a bunch of Blue Jays. So without yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> they're all wearing uh, uh, Toronto Blue Jays uh, jerseys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think it'd be more intense without the quote-unquote dialogue from the birds. Yeah, it would just be a whole bunch of birds sitting there, just staring intently at him, not making a noise, just watching his every move. Yeah, like that's way more intense. Like he's in like, a push circle, like at a fight, like you can't leave. You have to do what you have to do there. Yeah, that's fair. Because it is it was one of the first bits of like the the one of the again, quote unquote like bits of dialogue that we get in the story. It's from the birds. So it, it does sort of in a way break the tone of the story or not break the tone, but like it kind of like it's an anomaly in the story. Yeah. And I don't know if it it's meaning to say that the birds are literally communicating with him, or it's just um, the narrator trying to give the vibe. Yeah, like that. That could be like the birds are like egging on, like are chirping in like a in a in a pattern. Uh, and to the cat, it's, it's it's like the cat's getting the impression that they're saying like they're basically like like saying do it, do it, do it, like yep. that kind of thing. Um, yeah, which is probably the case because I doubt that the cat knows bird. I mean, you never know. Just imagine like a cat sitting in a bush making like chirping noises. Yeah. <laughs> and a bird lands in front of you. He's just, oh, he just jumps out and gets him. <laughs> yeah. 
And then uh, my last note, because I don't really have too much, honestly, um, seeing all the stuff that happened, it makes me wonder, we, we kind of uh, brushed on this. It makes me wonder if animals see weird shit like this, like semi-regularly, because yeah, sometimes they bark or hiss at seemingly nothing. Yep. So it might be them just seeing all the weird shit that we can't see. Yeah, like like your they, dog seeing yeah. um, the Slender Man following me everywhere I go. Yeah, and that's why she doesn't like you very yeah. much. She's fine with me. She's just or not a fan of the Slender Gentleman. Yeah, she just can't stop seeing the the creepy tall guy in front be, behind, with no face behind you at all times. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, true story, folks. Yeah, <laughs> Who's listening to this? <laughs> One of my dogs. Uh, th- th- we uh, we, uh, God, ten years ago, we we uh, uh, my my one dog loved uh, loved Gamer. Um, like whenever he came over and stuff. And then we went and shot a Slenderman movie or Slenderman short film. And ever since then, she's been terrified of him. <laughs> we yep. don't know why. For no reason. <laughs> yep. That was the only like thing that we could think of that that happened in between point a and point b the only thing that quote-unquote makes sense (laughs) yeah uh at least in our world yeah so but yeah again you see that all the time like that's why like a lot of like uh, how like i hell 50 percent of 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 creepy ghost videos on youtube and stuff that are like haunting videos on youtube are just pets reacting to nothing and their and their owners and the audience most of the time just getting creeped out like what are they seeing <laughs> what are they what are they reacting to now we have a window to see what they are mm-hmm. reacting to yeah and we could we could explore that further in a tabletop rpg like call of cthulhu mm-hmm. or uh, or hell yeah um uh, Felis, uh chimeris perhaps yep couldn't you technically take like bunnies and burrows and just be cats <laughs> <laughs> cats cats in litter boxes yeah <laughs> cats in uh, boxes. boxes yeah <laughs> dogs in houses <laughs> birds in cages <laughs> yeah you can definitely do that with any like they're endless <laughs> yeah well i mean there was an idea we were like uh i remember way back when me and me and mikey and some of our other Fish friends were, were thinking yeah uh we're we're thinking of doing a like um a bunnies and burrows kind of thing using um uh actually using the mouse guard rpg i think mm-hmm. uh but one of us one of them one of you one of them wanted to play like uh, a, a hedgehog uh, and the other one wanted to play rabbit so we were like thinking of like tweaking the stats slightly just so like like you could play as a hedgehog or a uh or a rabbit mm-hmm. but yeah uh <laughs> Cats and boxes. <laughs> no, cats and ceilings. <laughs> nice. You are all ceiling cats. <laughs> you yeah. have to look in the your... attic because the monsters are everywhere else. Yeah. And your and your owners are too busy masturbating. Of course. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Um But yeah, like you you could totally do that. Again, like there and there there are stats for playing animal like animals and like pet like animals and stuff like that for like Pathfinder and D and such too. But mm-hmm. I mean there's also RPGs out there that are specifically for cats. Yes. <laughs> so Yes, that is the end of my notes. Okay. Uh then on to final thoughts. Um yeah, not much has changed for me. So I'm I, I it was a really interesting 
and unique storytelling hook for a horror story. And I enjoyed it, so I'm going to continue recommending it. Mikey, D stands for evil. Alright. So, I liked that it was a cat, because you don't normally get stories about animals mm-hmm. from the animal perspective. But, as I stated, the rewriting of the scene in my head is definitely a drawback <laughs> for me yeah, anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just because you're like trying to figure out that it is in fact a cat takes a while. Um, like you get some hint that it's an animal but eventually the, you know for sure that it's a cat when it comes to the windowsill scene yeah, or the climbing of the tree and then bringing that uh, creature back down with it in its mouth. So, uh, as I stated, I'm only going to partially recommend this. All right. All right, so on to Gamer. Your thoughts. Uh, for me, when I wrote down my recommendation, I wrote down... Maybe, but also maybe no, like kind of lower end of mid, because wow. okay. I'm not one for gross out horror. Yeah, it's not my kind of deal. And also, you're targeting my spirit animal as a cat. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, honestly, like I, I was, I, 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 it's a, it was a legitimate concern at the beginning, especially when we get a warning like animals are going to have a bad time. And then we're when I realized that it was Mandu was a cat, I was like, oh, please don't let this end with him dying. Or something like that, yeah. like, or being like horribly muted, like that, like his owners finding him like horribly. Honestly, my biggest fear, and like legitimately, like when I thought how this was going to end, the owners are going to find Mandu mutilated in the backyard. Yes, for sure. And, first... um, and I'm glad it didn't go that route. <laughs> yeah, I read the intro as like warning, all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to have a good time because that's not my kind of deal. But here we go. But yeah. Again, I thought it was a human for a good third of this story. So I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> But then it's kind of like, oh no, what are you going to do <laughs> oh, that no. poor little precious for a ball? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, I think I think both of like we. I assume we were all like pleasantly surprised by the ending. <laughs> yes, because I thought something right, actually yeah. horrible was going to happen to him because I was warned that that was the case, but it was yeah. not. So, I guess in a way, it kind of gets you tense. Is like you're expecting yeah. all this bad stuff to happen, which makes the ending feel like more of a happy ending and more chill because of it. Yeah. So that's kind of good in a way. But um, when I'm thinking about all this, though, if you are reading this story because you like gross out horror, then this is a good story for that because it is gross. And it's, but it's not. At least for our stomachs, apparently. It's not so gross that I... Actually, I may have thrown up. I don't know. <laughs> if I ate something before. <laughs> I may have at least been like, Bleh, you know, kind of... Because even yeah. even after reading it, like, when I'm reading a story, I don't just read the words. I try to visualize shit. Yeah. Even that part. So even though I ate, like, a couple hours before... My stomach was still like slightly queasy, but it wasn't like I'm sick or nothing, but it was off 
because I'm not one for gross out horror. Yeah, like I, I will say, like I I didn't really have much of a queasiness, but like once we got to like the the bird's head in his in in the cat's mouth, and I was like, oh, here we go for the description of a cre-. like I was like I was over describing it ahead of time about like <laughs> the brains and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and then when it didn't actually like describe in full detail like the brains and stuff like that, just like the eyeballs like kind of popping and then yeah the the pus coming out and stuff like that. that that's kind of gross. But like I was more, I was more worried about the brain description, and we didn't get it. It was just like crunch and then goo, and that's it. And I was like, I think the okay, goo is so much worse than brain. But regardless, um, yeah. Well, I, it was personal preference. Like I don't like like when when uh, when it comes to horror, like visceral horror, like my kind of squeakiness actually tends to be brain stuff, like brain gray matter. Fair. Like I don't know why, like, but for some reason, like I, blood, fine. Intestines, that's cool. Gr- <laughs> uh, uh, brain popping out of somebody's head. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all got our likes and dislikes. Yeah. Our, our different levels of how much we can tolerate of, shit. Yeah, to- tolerate tolerances, that's it. Mm-hmm. But um so long story short, I did my notes. I said like maybe but low end maybe, but after realizing if you want to read gross out horror, but you don't want it to be excessively gross, then this does exactly what it's trying to do. So I can't yeah. fault it too much for that. And because it's not directly harming really any of the animals, like yes, the one bird was killed and not um not eaten, but it wasn't done in a malicious way because it's just a cat. That's what they do. You know? Yeah, I yeah, was it's that National Geographic observation. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was expecting something way worse, like a human doing something bad to animals or an animal doing something that it wouldn't normally do that's extremely graphic, you know? Yeah. So on Again, that side of things, like, it's yeah. pretty tame. Mm-hmm. So I can't hate on it too much. So I'll I'll change my maybe no to a maybe maybe, I guess. I'll level it up, at least for me, personally. But if you're into gross out horror, then yeah, I'll recommend it. Because it's gross, but not to the... It's not unnecessarily gross and graphic, you know? I dare say this was almost like, with the warning, it's almost tastefully visceral. <laughs> like it's t- it is it is because like it like again I was expecting it to be a lot yeah. more graphic than it was. Yeah, like and it, it is there's it, it's it's graphically described, but it's like not as bad as it could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We were we were warned twice about it too because there was the initial warning when we were handed the creepypasta and then the start of the creepypasta itself is warned. Yep. But yeah. So for me personally, so all partial, around, partial but for someone that's into gross out horror, I'll recommend it. Okay. The conditional recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So yeah. Uh, that will that will take us to this week's episode, the end of this week's episode. So, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, you can also check us out on Twitter and talk to us there. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end because his name is very long. Yeah, it's gonna be though. Yeah, uh, and I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. 
where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! Uh, and to our... Li- uh, and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigor Mortis and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, it would be like screaming into the void. And if it wasn't for your... If, if you didn't write these stories and post them online, or even share them with us directly, Kane Mac, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about and we also wouldn't get to read really cool stuff. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. D stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.